Hello and welcome to the Brit Cave Media Podcast. My name is Sharon Skinner. I'm the author of Return to Honoria and many other books from Brit Cave Books. The Brit Cave Podcast is brought to you by the BC Book Club, Brit Cave Media's community portal for readers that love Brit Cave books and authors. You can join today and be part of the Brit Cave story at Brit Cave Media's new website, BritCave.media. And my name is Bruce Davis. I'm the author of Gold Magic from Brick Cave Books, of course. We're here tonight in the Brick Cave studio, located at the Brick Cave office, right here in beautiful downtown Mesa. Ooh. How are you, Bruce? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I just, I'm glad it's toward the end of the week, and um, I've been busy. I've been... Good for you. Yeah, I've been busy. I've, um... I just closed out a coaching client and added another coaching client. Well, two, actually. So it's keeping me busy. I'm having a good time with it, though. Good, so. good. So let's talk a little bit about, well, the holidays. The holidays are coming up. I mean, Yes. Yeah, so if you could pick one book for someone to gift, uh, a book for the holidays, what would be who would first of all you have to pick the person because I'm obviously right that was going to be my question who am I giving this book to right the right (laughs) the right book for the reader and the right reader for the book so so if you have one person you'd want to give a book to for the holidays uh, who would that be and what book would you give them oh there are several people I would give books to some of them a little bit snarky because I love those people and some of them because I think they'd enjoy them. So um, I would give my um, son um, The House and the Cerulean Sea. That's such a good book. I think he would enjoy it tremendously, and it would speak to some of his own special needs. Um, I would give one of my surrogate sons, the um, inveterate communist, um, either... Um, P.J. Dellen's um, Conserving America, question mark. Um, It's kind of a new conservative manifesto. Uh, Or possibly Thomas Sowell's uh, Black Rednecks and White Liberals, just because they'd infuriate the hell out of him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And uh, for my, uh, for one of my, Good friend, colleagues, I would uh, give him Gods and Generals. Gods and Generals, okay. Yeah, I think you've talked about that one yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good list. I like that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, um, so if I were going to give you a book, Bruce, and I don't know if you've read uh, any of uh, Becky Chambers' books, but I would give you a, a, a copy of uh, her, her new novella, uh, it's part of the Monks and Robot series, and it's yeah, it's a psalm for. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. So here we are. We're having a conversation about books, and I can't think of the name of the book. A psalm for the wild, built. That's what it is. It takes me a okay, second. I kind of think I might have seen that at some. Yeah, point. it's it's new. It's it's a new series that she started, Monk and Robot series, and it's. It's basically about a time when, so the robots became uh, cognizant and the humans were smart enough and evolved enough 
to set them all free. So all of the robots who were working in factories and things like that were set free and they were allowed to do what, you know, go where they wanted to and they decided to go out into the wild. So generations later, humans don't have any interaction with robots and robots don't have any interaction with humans, but we and we've all evolved and so now a robot and a monk, a tea monk end up meeting and it's really fascinating the way that she presents it and how they have to overcome their their biases about who they are and, and what they are it's it's lovely and i think you'd enjoy it okay uh it's, it's maybe it's i'll get it whole, for myself <laughs> yeah it's got that whole ai kind of thing going on and i i like i i like to think we would evolve that nicely you know she's she's very optimistic in this particular book i think a lot of her books are very optimistic and uh but i there are a couple of people on my list who this year are going to get brick cave books to be honest with you and well, i hadn't even thought about that yeah. but yes that's those are always good gifts yeah. by the way <laughs> to anyone who's listening we have a wide selection of excellent holiday <laughs> gifts well, and I'm thinking in terms of getting people started in uh, your series because I think that there's a lot to be said for the Magic series. And so I would be gifting a copy of Platinum Magic out into the world because I just, it's so unique and it's got such a nice place in the world that I don't think we've seen enough of. And again, it goes back to the reason that you wrote it. And I love the reason that you wrote it, which is because... Why is everybody using swords? In, in <laughs> why are we stuck? Yeah, why are we stuck in the? In the... <laughs> so, uh, so that that's one of the books that I would be gifting out, and then we have a new book coming out from or just came out by Adam Marsh called Mariner's Wake, and I would give that to half a dozen people uh, right away too. Uh, that's a really good book. I think people are going to be really excited for Adam's new book. And then the other, the other book that I would probably give out, and it's funny that you should say, uh, you should mention the, the House in the Cerulean Sea, is uh, Under the Whispering Door, by, also by T.J. Klune, because I just finished it, and we'll talk about it later, but it was so very good. I thought his other book was good, but this was so very good. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that when I we get to what you I would want to read that, because I enjoyed the house. I, and And... <sighs> I highly recommend this, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And we'll talk about why when we get into that. But you know, those are some of the books that I'd want to give away right now into the world. I think they're all very either different or hopeful or, you know, they have their own really good reasons for existing in the world. So, Oh, which speaking of which, let's talk about some of our favorite 2021 books. Well, we've already mentioned one that you and I have both admired greatly. Um, I liked uh, Arcady Martin's uh, Memory of Empire. I think I've mentioned that before. I think the potential for – it was a very, very good book that just missed the potential to be a truly great book. Oh, yeah. But I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, P. Jilly Clark's Master of Gin. I enjoyed a great deal as well. I thought that was really well done. Um, had one other that I oh oh Andy Weir, the Hail Mary Project. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's the a worthy successor to The Martian. Oh. A little bit more of a reach on the science, but, uh, but yeah, a, a worthy succession to The Martian, I thought. Nice, nice. Um, then there are a bunch of non-fantasy science fiction books that, uh, that I enjoyed quite a bit, but they're all parts of bigger series. Um, I like Lindsay Davis's um, Marcus Didius Falco series immensely. They're, the books are not wonderful in the sense that they're wonderful books. The series itself and the way the character changes and develops through the series, I think, is the real attraction. They're, you know, it's a detective series. So it, it's nicely done. Um, and I think um, Michael Connolly's newest was kind of the the culmination of the Bosch series. Um, was again a and, favorite. And and what what made it stand out for you though? Um Harry Bosch finally reaches his limit. <laughs> and uh it, it dovetails nicely with the fact that the Netflix series ended but is going to go to a new one just in a different format, which is exactly what has happened with Bosch in the books. Um, one of the things I, I enjoy about Connolly, and a lot of people criticize him for it, is that he's very self-referential. So he, he wrote The Lincoln Lawyer, right? In subsequent Lincoln Lawyer books, he talks about the movie they made of The Lincoln Lawyer, starring Matthew McConaughey, no less. <laughs> Nice. You know. It's called so, the assumptive sale. It's, it, it's just kind of fun. He drops these little Easter eggs in there that are just funny. <laughs> anyway, um, so those are kind of my favorites for this year. Well, I, I've read a lot of uh, middle grade and YA this year. I, I read uh, Starfish and... Uh, you know, it's getting a lot of attention right now, which is great because it's such a good little book. It's a middle grade, and it's about body image and friendship and things like that. And I just think it really was a, a standout uh, in in the realm of middle grade. Uh, Forever Glimmer Creek was a lovely book as well, also middle, middle grade. And uh, Dread Nation, I you know, I should have gotten to it sooner. I didn't get to it till this year, and I, I really like the way that it deals. Okay, so Dread Nation is YA, and it's basically the i the idea is that in the middle of the Civil War, the dead soldiers rose up as zombies and started eating people, and so the Civil War just stopped. It didn't end; it was just halted. And but instead of uh, so they released the slaves. So instead of freeing the slaves, though, what they've done is they've developed schools for people of color, and they send them to these schools to train them to be, to fight the zombies, basically, because, well, they're expendable, right? And it's a series, and I only read the first book, and I know there's another book out, and I want to read it because it's got the... Western, they, they end up going to the West and they're trying to build a new city and there's just all these wonderful, wonderful things that happen in it. But the voice is brilliant. The character's voice is just so well done. And sometimes a book, just because of an aspect like that, it's a, well, it's a fun story, but the voice is really okay. amazing. 
Amber and Clay was also a, a Newberry Medal winner, and I thought it was wonderful. In Adult, The Lovely War. I There's just something so beautiful about that book. And that one is written by Erin, um, uh, what's her name? Erin Berry, I think. Uh, I'll have to look it up. But and The Lovely War is beautiful. It's really, really well done. And then um, Psalm for the Wild Belt. You know, I love, oh, Julie Berry. It was Julie Berry who wrote The Lovely War. Berry. And it was Berry. Um, I, I really love Becky Chambers. I don't think she's written anything that I didn't really fall head over heels with. And Psalm for the Wild Belt surprised me because I thought, oh, it's a thin book. It's not, it's not very thick. And I thought, oh, that, you know, I don't know how deep she's going to get me into this because most of her work is a little bit uh, larger in scope, if you will. And I, it just was so resonant uh, for the times that we live in and, the, the, and hopeful for the times that we would, maybe I would like to live in at mm -hmm. some point. So I just thought that was beautifully, beautifully done. And, um,